this is Sarah. And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 119. Yay! Now, you may remember on our last episode that Rob referenced a YouTube video called Hairdresser, and I said, oh, I don't know what that is. And we said, save it. Right. And then I went... we say a lot of times, and I don't think we (laughs) usually go back and actually talk about it. But we're going to, because... I went, I went and looked it up and realized, oh, right, that, and remembered when I found it and became completely obsessed with it. Um, so we're going to post it on the How Much Do We Love fan page. It's just a woman singing a really great song. But it's from um, what looks to be a cable access talent show, yes. television show from the 80s from New York. Yes, called, called Stairway to Stardom. Yeah, and so this particular one is a lovely woman named... Um, Lucille Cataldo, right? Yes, and, and she seems to be maybe Ukrainian or Polish. You think? I think so. I think there's a bit of an accent. Oh, it. I don't. I think that. Don't think so. I don't think so. I think she's just like. Oh, I think she's just, Italian. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not Italian, well, but like Italian American. A lot of the a lot of the contestants were yeah. right. Um, I think that's just her fabulous way of singing. But she's, <laughs> she's singing this song of her own composition. But there's also a video of her singing um, the theme from Arthur. Yes. Also enjoyable. I think that was her first appearance was the Arthur theme. Oh, so perhaps hairdresser was an encore appearance. Oh, yes. But the thing is, once you, if you go to YouTube and search for this, you will see then in the related videos section, or you can just search for Stairway to Stardom, dozens and dozens of wonderful (laughs) videos. Yeah, you might want to give yourself a little time or savor them individually over over a chunk of time. Over a period of time. Now, we're not just, we're not making fun of Lucille Cataldo. We love her. Oh, I love her. I think she's great. I mean, she's terrible, but she's great. I love her. The song is lovely. (laughs) Yes. Hairdresser. 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 That's most of how it goes. Mm -hmm. Um, So check it out, people. We don't really, you know, just, it's worth spending a little time going to YouTube, searching for Stairway to Stardom. And it's really one account. I think they have a channel because there's one person who's been uploading all these videos. There's tap dancing. There's stand-up comedy. There's a lot of um, singing. There's a dramatic monologue we found today. Oh, that was good. By a woman named Precious Taft. Yeah. There's really good um, styling because it's the 80s. Yes. Like early 80s. And it's stardom. Yes. I can show you that the stardom is on this stairway. And one of the things I like about it is that the set – is like a three-panel screen, you know, from from Pier One, with like three a, potted plants in front of it. A rattan dividing <laughs> screen. Yes, pre this was pre Pier One, of course, but you know that kind I mean, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's usually a variety of potted plants in front of it. It's very fancy. Just on the floor, not on a pedestal. not on stands or anything. Oh no! So check it out. There's a woman who does kind of an interpretive dance to Thriller. That's a good one. She's real good. There's um, well, a she's young girl. 13, though. <laughs> like, yes. You watch it and you think she's a woman. And then her interview <laughs> afterwards, you find out she's 13. Another thing that I love about it, and I'm a big fan of this with the Game Show Network as well, is I love looking at vintage microphones. Yes. Like the 70s and 80s. I look at them. I'm like, what a weird thing that is. Like if you just forget that you know what a microphone is and just think that someone said, hey, hold this robotic, weird looking metal thing in front of you. Yeah. And sing into it. It's weird to me. That's a good point because there are, because you know, because you think of like there was the, um, I was, I think of it as like the Gene Rayburn microphone, like that tall one that looks like a magic wand. Yes. And then Bob Bob Barker had one of those too. It almost looks like it's a pointer, like you could use it to show 
the growth chart at your presentation. <laughs> yes, on it. We're on a chalkboard, perhaps. Yeah. Absolutely. That's true. And there are some good ones on Stairway to Startup. And the, and then there's this guy who's the host, and he always gets everybody's name a little bit wrong, which I enjoy, as if he's just never bothered to look at the card with the name <laughs> on it until the show was happening. Yeah. It's good. We loved this the kind of sister act that was on there, too. That was a good one. Yes. There's a cabaret act of two women. Delightful. Very yeah. um, sort of predating the Sweeney sisters. It's really fun. It's good. So check it out. Stairway to Stardom on YouTube. We'll put a link to their channel on howmuchdoelove.com, and we'll put up um, a video or two on the fan page on Facebook, which is fa- facebook.com slash howmuchdoelove. Come join us over there. Um, the next thing that we love Besides character. You know, I was just thinking also a good name for a cat would be Teasa Louise. Teasa Louise. Teasa Louise. Because I would sing that for every time she strutted in to get some food. How can a model drink beer from a bottle? That's why they call her Teasa Louise. I don't want to spoil it. That's it. Okay. But Teasa Louise might be the name of my next cat. I think that's good. Um, okay, so this week I had this next topic come to the my forefront of my brain. My forefront of my brain? That's not – that sounds <laughs> weird. Personal. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, I thought of this this week because there's – I like quick pretend pr- crushes. Like they're not real. They're not – you know, I'm happily in a relationship. But it's fun to like just have a pretend crush that maybe only lasts for like two minutes mm-hmm. of someone like grocery store mm-hmm. or that – and sometimes it's a recurring crush so it's like oh it's lucy at the gym right or uh or that you know like there's a song called taylor the latte boy which Mm -hmm. is about that and mine i now know his name i think is the manager of the pot bellies in lincoln square he's there all the time and his name according to the receipt that i got yesterday when i was having my chicken salad salad Mm -hmm. is matthew and he's so cute and so nice he makes the salad just how i like it, mm. it rob was texting me all afternoon yesterday telling me how he's that cute was. i was like swooning I do that, like swooning kind of i tried to get him to take a photo and he was like absolutely oh, not i'm the only person in here and i said well just don't try to sneak it just go up and say look no one of my best friends Moved away from Chicago. She really misses Potbelly. I want to send her a picture from here. Can you hold this Sheila's Dream Bar up? With your shirt off. With your shirt off. I mean, would that be a problem? Come on. I am – as the kids say, I've got no game. I would have have come out and I would be like, hey, um, (laughs) (laughs) this is really weird, but um, can I get your picture? You know, I would just – it would be a wreck. And I was like blushing and had kind of like sweating palms. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get out of here before I do something really stupid. So that's why I thought it was like it's like it's like a a time traveling back to being twelve years old for just like two minutes, which is kind of a rush, but yeah. also kind of horrible. Horrifying, feeling. right? So I was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta split. Quickly refilled my Coke Zero and was out the door. Love that. About also, pot bellies. Your Sheila's Dream Bars are notably smaller. I'm just saying. I do not love that. You know, someone, I think maybe it was our listener, Bridget, posted what she thought might be a good Sheila's Dream Bar equivalent recipe on the fan page. And then I happened to run across a similar one, and I posted that as well. So go check those out. Now, this this quick pretend crush thing is a little sort of like an extension of 
the extras in the movies of our lives. Totally. But, and we used to say about the extras in the, in the movie or their lives, like if you zoomed in on them, what would their story be? Right. With the quick pretend crush, I do the full tilt, like out of a movie. You do like a little two hour rom-com, the whole cycle. I do. I like, I look at them and then I imagine him coming over and asking me if I'd like more croutons on my chicken salad salad. (laughs) That's so really romantic. Like asking me out. Yeah. And then it's you guys, there's a montage where you're like driving in the car and then you're and then, at the movies or, and then you're at the suddenly park. at a rowboat in Central Park and right. riding riding a tandem bicycle. And then you're sharing a hot fudge sundae. And then I'm throwing it in his face because he said something horrible to me and then it's over. Oh, gosh. That's how they always end. Something that's, catastrophic. That's sad. <laughs> that's so the twelve-year-old girl part where all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> "You'll never love me." Oh, but you don't have. It doesn't have to be that way. It's a pretend crush. It's true. You can, you can, you can grow old together and and in the in the in the two minutes that we yes, exchanged. Totally. I seriously was getting nervous though, because and you were totally being like the best friend in a crush, being like, "Just take his picture." <laughs> I was like, Pixar yeah. didn't happen. I need to see this no, guy. I felt like you were like via iPhone nudging me on the shoulder and being like, just go. go. <laughs> Say hi it. to him. Do it. Now, do you guys have pretend crushes in your life? I mean, they can be just a one-time thing. Like maybe it's that guy on the bus that you saw on Tuesday, you know, oh. and you're like, ooh. And then and then he leaves and you'll never know. You know, and that's kind of the fun, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of times this warrants the missed connections kind of yeah, thing exactly. or the I saw you things. Exactly. Which are also enjoyable. I saw someone had written this handwritten a note outside this coffee place in my area the other day that said something like, Phil, please call me. I lost your number. And it was really nice talk, but it was, it was really nice talking to you, you know, Aww. Angela. It was so cute. It's a little full on missed connection. And I feel confident that they're going to hook up because it's kind of one of those little private and independently owned coffee shops that like the same yeah. people always go. It's totally going to happen for them. Uh, I hope so, Phil. Phil. So, Angela. Um, so quick pretend crushes. Who, else, who has one? Let us know. Yeah, we want to know the stories. Those would be good call-in things. Tell us all Those all are good it. ones. All right. I'm excited. Here, we got a bunch of shorties here this time. Yes. I'm excited because uh, this week we have the season – premiere of both survivor and the amazing race yes Enjoyable. now did you watch surviving survivor that was on last week you know i think i watched part of it but i'm thinking maybe i fell asleep because i don't remember how it ended it wasn't that captivating no, but it, it, i like it a behind like, the scenes but yeah and it got me excited about some of the uh people who are going to be on oh. the heroes versus villains i remembering now what it got me excited about it's a long-term pretend crush Mm-hmm. Ethan, <laughs> come on! Oh, battling cancer. I know. No, he's you. a total hero. We love you, Ethan. And I. Am oh, and how cute! Oh, Colby. Yes, but wait, how oh. cute were Ethan and Jenna? Because I was never really cute. that impressed with Jenna, but she was like super dorky and funny. With they were so cute yeah. together. I liked that. Just like, and now I like you. Sometimes you like someone better once you meet their partner. Yeah, that's true. You know. Or, and people's couple dynamic is sometimes really Yeah, you, you see another really element you don't get to see. All right, and then well, here's what I'm excited about on The Amazing Race, although now I'm thinking I should have looked this up ahead of time because I'm not sure it's true, but I'm pretty sure it is. So, you know I enjoy um, slash hate the big brother, right? Right. So Jeff and Jordan, who were – yeah, they're totally on it – who were this couple who got together and then 
she, I think she won uh, the last Big Brother, and mm-hmm. they're both darling. They're totally a couple on The Amazing Race. Oh, fun. Also a contestant that um, Miss, what was she, South Carolina poor woman. No, such as. Yes. That woman the I woman call her who, Miss such as. Yes. She's the woman who just had a very, very unfortunate um, uh, interview question answer yeah. during her year. She's on. She's out to prove she's not dumb. So let's see how that Good works luck. out. Good luck. Yes. So I'm excited. Do you guys watch these? Who are we rooting for? I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Next. Next one. How much do we love a full tank of gas? I love it. I hate. Why is it such a pain to go to the gas station? It is a pain. I will wait until longer than I should. And if you run out of gas, you're just stupid, right? There's no reason to wait until you run out of gas. Especially in this day and age of lights coming on. (laughs) Mine tells me how many miles I have left and I still push my luck. Oh, it's I love not it. smart. But the moment, so I hate going to the gas station. But then when you get back in the car and the thing goes, bloop, the little meter all the way to the right, mm-hmm. strangely satisfying. Oh, I love it too. I think it's just, I have a similar feeling after an oil change. Yes, me too. I'm like, I'm ready for you now, world. <laughs> exactly. I could go a good 2,000 miles. But or six months. Yeah. Or six months. Whichever comes first. But the full tank of gas, like it just, if I, it's sort of this, I could just drive a couple hundred miles now. I could go somewhere. I could actually go somewhere and end up somewhere mm-hmm. as opposed to just go, you know, doing what you normally do and then just ending up home. Something very appealing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's especially good when you do it at the very end of the night. So when you, w- you have the same feeling when you get in the car the next morning. I wish that I would ever do that. But I don't. Oh, I'm I will about never that. do it. And then I get in the car in the morning and I'm running late and I get in and I go, oh, damn it. I forgot I have to get gas. I just did it yesterday. That, that's a little – that's that's Doug style a little bit. I'm pretty good about like let's stop for gas on the way home kind of person. Oh, I can't tell you if I, that I've ever done that. I wish. That was awesome. Yeah. I need you to be my gas enabler. <laughs> Maybe it's when you come to visit me in a few weeks, we'll go to the gas station. I also enjoy pumping gas. So God. a lot of times that's that's <sighs> it for me. I hate it. It's kind of the only butch thing that I really get into. I love it. Is it really butch? Uh, probably not anymore. Well, I think of it as a guy I thing. Like I love when someone growing pumps up my when gas. it was sell- when there would be the full service. I always yes. remember my mother being quite a lady and giving the Amico card to the attendant and they'd Bring, they'd give you this credit card swiper. Mm-hmm. And my mom would hand it to me in the passenger seat and let me do the swiping. Fun. And they would do your windshield. Yeah. And that was the kind of job that as a little boy, I was like, I want to be a gas station attendant. It seems awesome. Hmm. Just filling gas and cleaning windshields all the time. Sounds good. Talking to people all day. Yeah. Well, that part I would probably have hives about. <laughs> would you? Were you shy then? I- yeah, I've always been this way. Like, I don't like talking to strangers at all. Yeah. It's really uh, – and I don't know if it – is that shy? I don't know. Because once you get me started, yeah. forget about it. I'll never shut up. But I don't like meeting people. Yeah, I'm okay about that. But a lot of people aren't. Yeah. It's very common. I would, I would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So with okay. our, next, our next topic, I just discovered uh, – I discovered – I have – I discovered it like a week and a half ago. I was at the hospital and I had to be in a waiting area, but I had my own television because there was no one else there. So I had 
total control of the remote. Hmm. And so I was surfing, which I never do because I have the DVR right. action, the TiVo. Right. And, and because it's not, wasn't 1981. Totally. So right. I'm like channel surfing and I stumble upon this program on the history channel called American Pickers. And I'm immediately hooked. And now I love it so much. It's called American Pickers. Uh, it follows two guys around. And I noticed like right away that it looked like Iowa where they were. And then sure enough, when they showed the license plate of uh-huh. the van they drive around, it's Scott County in Iowa, which is right near the Quad Cities, right on the Illinois-Iowa border. They're from LeClaire, Iowa, which is a smallish town. But a lot of the those kind of Mississippi River bordering towns have a really vibrant, thriving, antiquing community. Mm-hmm. So like people from Chicago, that's kind of a nice little fun day trip to go. and like, Yeah, go antiquing. Go antiquing there. Um, so these guys are total like dudes, like fun guys. And they, and what they do is they drive around in their van to farms and estates and junkyards and warehouses. And they, and they pick through people's stuff and then they just like make deals with people. And, and they're really smart how, and they get into the history. Like it makes sense that it's on the history channel and Mm -hmm. they will tell you a little bit like, Oh, uh, like I learned this week about Elgin bicycles. Which I was, I was interested in because Elgin is a suburb of Chicago. Chicago well, right. sure enough, they were made by Sears and Roebuck from Chicago. Uh-huh. So they were telling me about these bikes, and you like learned that finding boys' bikes from the Depression and and the 30s and 40s is harder because boys didn't take care of their bikes; they beat them up to death. Interesting. So, so girl bikes are more common. Like I just love, and I love antiquing, and I love. I love sifting through like going, I used to go to estate sales with my mom all the time. And I just love this kind of stuff anyway. And then, you know, they show you how much they paid for it. And it's always like an old farmer with a, you know, overalls and seed corn cap that they're buying this stuff from. Yeah. yeah. If you want it. And they will find like in this guy's barn, a samurai sword from world war two and an old rusty Vespa. Nice. And so they buy the and they buy really cool stuff and they I just love it. It's good. And so you get a little bit of that kind of antiques roadshow charge where you see how much they pay the guy for and then how much it's worth. And then there's also an aspect to it that reminds me a little bit of the Ace of Cakes. Mm-hmm. Cause they're kind of like for being two dudes, you know, from Iowa, they've got kind of a fun hip rockabilly music kind of edge to them. Right. And they've got They've got a cool kind of semi-goth assistant named Danielle who stays in their antique store, like, prop house that they have. And she sends them leads. Like, she'll call them and say, hey, there's a guy that has an old White Castle restaurant, the whole building, on his farm. Whoa. And the contents are still intact. You know, so they went and they, like, looked through this guy's restaurant. That's bizarre. Yeah, totally weird stuff like that. But they find these... And, you know, they they love talking to the people and finding out why did you start collecting, you know, old Volkswagen Beetles. Yeah. It's like that. And I like it. I just set up a recording for it while we were talking. I'm excited to try it. I think it's enjoyable. If you like antiques or history or I don't know. And and it definitely has like a reality show buddy pick kind of thing because the two guys have really funny rapport with each other. Mm -hmm. and are cool and their assistant Danielle is really sweet and fun. So 
I, I like it. I think people should tr- check it out. I also, you can follow Mike from Mike. I think that's the main host, the tall uh-huh. skinny guy. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. I think it's at American Picker. Cool. I'm going to check that out. I'm excited. That sounds good. They're cool. I actually, I'm now going to plan a little trip to their store. I've decided. That's fun. It's not very far. And my aunt lives in the Quad Cities. I thought about asking my friend Brad, who's an interior designer, to go with me. That sounds great. Maybe we could do a little video too. Oh, yeah. Love it. Fun. Um, Well, I'm going to check it out. American Pickers on the History Channel. On the History Channel. All right. We'll put a link to it up. Great. Um, And then we just have one more shorty. This is... Yeah, this is, uh, we are going to call it literally, literally. Because, <laughs> you know, like there's sometimes when people use literally wrong when they say, like, I was literally starving. She was literally the size of a house. She literally talked my ear off. Right. So that's literally wrong. And then there's literally, literally. <laughs> now this it just amuses me. I laugh about it all the time. And I mainly do it in my head and it's just stupid humor, but it makes me giggle. <laughs> That this happens to me a lot when I'm going to work on a project late at night. <laughs> I'm, I feel stupid even saying it, but I will light, usually light like a candle and sit down and start, start working. And I always in my head think I'm burning the midnight oil. <laughs> Not that it's an oil, but, or like if someone literally kicks a bucket in my presence, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Not dies, but if they kick a right, bucket. Right, literally kick a bucket, right. It's best if it's an old timey yeah. saying. <laughs> All of a sudden, is really happening. Totally. Oh, that's good. Like if you really had uh, two in the hand, or one in the bush, <laughs> or one in the hand, oh, it, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny. Oh dear. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> or um, like if you, someone gave you a pony, and then you wanted to look at its teeth, you would could be yeah, looking a gift horse funny. in the mouth. I think it would be funny. <laughs> that now, happens a lot. Two I think. Have, Two that happen to me all the time in New York. And I love if I have a new audience, like if I have a new person with me to throw these out, because I, but it doesn't matter because even if it's always Doug, I'll say it, (laughs) that inevitably when I come out of the subway and (laughs) in in Times Square, I'll say, man, this place is lit up like Times Square. (laughs) Always. I say it every time. Which is going to be awesome when you're an old man. Right, and then in, and then inevitably there's the it's it's like Grand Central Station in here. <laughs> when you're in Central Station, I love it. I think I first started. They used to do this every once in a while on Seinfeld. Like uh, Kramer used to do it. Like there was one time he was at like a Jewish singles club, and he <laughs> his line was, "Man, these latkes are selling like hotcakes." <laughs> And I thought it was so funny. And then <laughs> he was in the steam room and he's sitting there and he just is dying of heat. And he goes, that's like a sauna in here. Makes me Oh, that's so good. Hard. Those are good. We're calling it the literally, literally. And I want to know more examples that you can think of or ones that have actually happened are even better, listeners. But oh, that's good. There's, there's a ton to think of. <laughs> Those are good. It's like yeah. Central Station. And I say it every, every time. time. And I feel like there's going to be a point about 10 years from now where Doug looks at me. He's like, you know what? It's not funny. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I love you're going to be an old man. and it's Well, it is kind of an I old know. man thing because that's Just, totally my dad. will use the same jokes every, every time. time. I love it. Oh, that's good. All right, people, tell us the one. Tell us what are your literally, literallys. 
<laughs> it's also fun to say. Literally, it is. literally. It could be a good warm up for your literally, literally, literally. For, your, for, you, for all you articulators out there. We give you literally, literally. Literally, literally. literally. All right. So uh, we've got another week or so for you to send in your entries in the How Much Do You Love contest. Yes. Still waiting on a lot of you. Come on, folks. We need your entries so we can give you prizes. Yes. And also just because we want to know what, what yeah. how much do you love. So all you got to do is you can either make a little sound file or a video file and email it to us at podcast at howmuchdowelove.com. Or you can just call our listener line and just tell us something you dig. A new hair gel, new hairdresser. recipe. Hairdresser. Yes. Um, uh, I'm trying to get to the phone number, but howmuchdoelove.com isn't loading. Way to go. But oh. it, you know where it is. It's on howmuchdoelove.com. You know where to find us. It's in, you can also find us on Facebook. We love having people join us over there. There's lots of discussion about things people love. Sometimes we'll share a link or two over there. Um, it's a fun little fan page. Yeah. I've ha- I uh, find myself checking it more than once a day to see what yeah. people are chatting about. We try to post something. Uh, we try to post stuff you know, every day or two. Yeah. And then I like when other people post stuff. Um, also, let it send us, do you have Etsy store recommendations? We're still taking those for an upcoming episode, um, either yours or one that you enjoy. Let us know. And um, yeah. so send us those and send us your contest entries to win, for the opportunity to win an awesome batch of Burt's Bees products. And a moment awesome. of glory when we yes. play when we thing. play your topic. There have been some good ones doesn't have to be fancy. We need more. We need more. There was what there's one that we got in that already prompted me to buy something. But I'm not yes, going to give away, give what, away it what it is. is. But I was It was one of the first entries and I found myself buying it the other I'm day. I'm impressed that you bought it as well. It's fun. It's fun. I used it yet. I could be using no. one right now because I have the thing that it, you know, does. That it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I do. Aren't you guys excited to hear what it is? <laughs> or really we're building it up. All right. Well, that's it. Teaser Louise. Oh, here's our listener line. 650-419-2387. I lost my mind for a minute there. I just couldn't speak. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Um, (laughs) And that's it. We'll see you next time on How Much Do We Love? Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.